Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Aaron Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants, immigration, and everything in between. So, Christmas is over. Hanukkah is over. How did it go? Did it go to your favor? I mean, all things considered. I hope you found a way to celebrate holidays with your loved ones. I don't know if you had to do Zoom, FaceTime, or however else. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got what you wanted. I hope you're happy with what you have. And if you didn't get what you wanted, I hope you're okay with that too. Because after all, it's not about the gifts, right? Yeah, so I'm not good with transitions. So I'm recording this solo cast and this is going to be a special, a New Year special. But before that, I want to talk business first. So I've been informed that some of you doesn't know that every Tuesday I release the podcast. Um, like I said, if you want to know more information, follow me on any social media, on Facebook, an Immigrants Life podcast, on Instagram, an Immigrants Life. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the business. So let's get to this episode. Like I said earlier, this will be a New Year's special. And I have two goals I want to do with this episode. Number one is to say how thankful I am. I want to thank this opportunity to give some thanks to you, my listeners. When I started this project, like I said, I was hoping to just talk to people and share their stories. And hoping that a handful of you will listen. But as I found quickly that I'm starting to have a few hundred listeners throughout YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and whatever else. And I really do appreciate that. I really do appreciate you. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening to my humble podcast and tolerating my terrible grammar and my voice. Thank you for the comments, the likes, the shares, and subscriptions. I really appreciate that. For the iTunes listeners, please hit that rating button. Give that five star, you know? You know, it takes two seconds. I mean, not even, like one second. Click that five star, gives me a good rating. It allows iTunes to find out that, you know, I'm doing well and possibly they will share my podcast without me having to shill advertising money. Also, if you have extra time, which I know you do because most of you guys are scrolling through your Instagram and Facebook, just come on man, leave a message saying a, a good rate, good review saying like, hey, I like this podcast and all that stuff. If you really want me to continue this podcast and really do appreciate it, help me out. Hit those stars like your Super Mario. To the guests that came on and will come on the show, thank you for taking your time and coming on to do the show. Thank you for opening and allowing my nosy ass to pry on your life. Thank you for allowing me to ask personal questions. Just spending time with me, you know, taking your time off of your family, your work, your life, just to share your story. I'm telling you, you are helping out. And it's been so much fun allowing me to talk to you, allowing me to get to know you. Because some of the guests that I have had or will have, well, I'm not going to lie. I have recorded a few episodes and I'm just waiting for it to be released. And there are some guests that I've known for years and years. And 
then they tell me something I didn't know about. Um, there's some good, really good episodes coming up, guys. I really hope you subscribe and share it to your friends and family on social media, in person, you know. And also, if you know someone that has stories and willing to tell the stories, come on, man. Let them know. Refer them to me so we can have his story or her story to be shared and help out people, inspire people. Yeah, sometimes people think their lives are boring because that's their normal, but that's not true. Every story is interesting. A lion doesn't know he's a lion. A peacock doesn't know that he's a peacock because that's their normal. So just please, if you know anyone, please let me know. Refer them to me. You know where to contact me. I said earlier, Facebook, Instagram, An Immigrant's Life podcast. And you can email me too, actually, uh, An Immigrant's Life at yahoo.com. One word. All right. So that's that. That's for our business. As I said, this is a New Year's episode. And with that, I want to get to the good part. Why am I doing this New Year episode? And I'd like to talk about four main Filipino New Year's traditions. So in Filipino tradition, we view New Year as a restart. I know you'll see Instagram bitches on Instagram saying, New Year, New Me. Trust me, we've been doing that for centuries, all right? It is in Filipino, we take New Year as a serious tradition. So let's start with number one. Like the day before New Year's Day, what we do is we get the house clean. I mean spotless. Everything is clean. Every nook and crannies, bottom of your jar, the back of the fridge, if you have a fridge, uh, the back of the TV, the, the bottom of the TV, everything. We clean, we make sure it's spotless. Every container is filled to the brim. And... This is the best. Debts are paid if you have the money. The idea is if you start on a clean slate, your whole year or eventually your whole life will be a clean slate. No debt. The house is clean. Also, if you're with family, that's a great thing because it means you're going to be together forever. However, you know, most Filipino families, we have immigrants, family members. So, you know, to the best of our ability... We call back home, you know, try to sp spend our like a few minutes or maybe an hour or so on the phone back then. Or uh, now it's obviously Zoom or FaceTime. Obviously, a few back, few years back, we didn't have anything. We had to write our letters. So that's, that's pretty much what I mean. Just starting together with your family. And uh, on the day of New Year, the New Year's Day itself, no cleaning at all. You're not doing anything. You take a shower, obviously. That's it. Clean yourself. But no cleaning because the idea was if you clean, you're taking new, I don't know, luck or grace from God and you're throwing it away. You're chucking it away. So we don't want to do that, right? We're going to keep the mess. Obviously, on the second day, then you clean. But on the first day, you don't clean at all. So that's the number one Filipino tradition. Number two, we wear polka dots dress and round fruits around the house. The idea is it polka dots 
represents money. And if you have those polka dots, apparently you're going to have money. And for round fruit, it's the same thing. Everything round, to be honest, everything round. It's, uh, apparently it represents money, good luck, and good wealth. Uh, not that money is going to start falling out of the sky because you wear polka dots. But, you know, it's a tradition. So, And I remember when I was young, my family members, the older women, they used to wear this dress called daster. It's a very traditional Filipino woman clothing. It's, it's a piece of cloth that they made with their hands. And, you know, like people are now is saying, oh, I built this by hand. Yeah, dude, we've been doing that for decades, okay? Relax. Don't make it sound like it's rocket science. My grandma and my aunt make, those, make their own clothes. I've never seen those people buy clothes. Unless if it's like, a, like something fancy. They, wear, they make their own clothes. So anyway, going back to polka dots, they wear polka dots clothing like every new year because they want to welcome wealth and they want, they want to welcome good luck. Um, so that's for that. Number three, this one's fun. I used to do this. Jumping high when the clock strikes at 12 at midnight. That's fun. The idea is if you're short and you jump, you're going to be taller. And obviously, not based on science. So whoever's listening that are scientists or if there's even a scientist that's listening to this, it's not based on science, it's tradition, all right? But I, I like this tradition because when I was young, I was really short. I mean, I was short. I graduated high school. I was 5'1". That's how short I was. All right? I know Asian men are typically short unless you're Yao Ming. But I was short, so I used to do this all the time, and hoping, hoping that, you know, it's going to work out. You know, when you're young, you believe in magic, and I did believe in magic, and I hope that it will happen. Eventually, it did. Thankfully, I got taller, taller than average Asian man, average North American man, I guess. But yeah, I really enjoy this tradition. And number four, fireworks display and loud noises. The idea is that you will drive away evil spirits, bad energy. So they get scared of the fireworks or the loud noise. So you used to have like different ways to make noises like, uh, I don't know, like DIY trumpets. Or we used to have this gun that's made of bamboo and you... It has a lever that you spin, and when it, it spins, it hits this piece of of wood, and it will make this noise like tak, 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 tak. I love that toy. I really enjoy that. But for the older people, well, even for young, fireworks. And we're not talking about just like fireworks here in North America, like bottle rockets and all this stuff. No, 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 no. Our fireworks will mess you up mess you up it's so bad that there's a channel in the philippines abs-cbn shout out that they used to play a new year special and they show hospitals all over the city manila all over Quezon city uh, emergency rooms showing people that got their hands blown up i mean 
blown up. Like there's used to be fingers there, no more. Or a hand, no more. And sometimes two hands or sometimes feet, sometimes eye. And the worst is people getting hit by bullets. That was really prevalent back in the 90s where people will shoot up in the air their guns and obviously when it goes up the bullets goes up it's going down and you know where it's going down people's houses and unfortunately people die they get hit and they die so that's just life thankfully they kind of stopped that it happens still obviously but not as anymore but going back to the fireworks i used to love Playing with fireworks, I remember I never played with the big triangles. We call it triangles because it is shaped as a triangle. They call it labentador. Well, in my area, we call it labentador. And this thing is loud. And again, this is, will mess up your hand. But the manufacturers figured it out something because the kids can't play with it really, right? Because it's too dangerous. So they created this smaller triangle i forgot what it's called what do they call it uh, senorita i think it's it's called i'm probably making making that up so uh, let's say senorita and senorita means a small girl and we used to i used to buy packs of this like hundreds of packs of this and i'll just like light it light up light it up throw it and kaboom but I've never tried this because I'm not stupid. I mean, if you keep it between your fingers, it'll probably mess you up. Maybe like a cut, maybe it'll take off some meat, maybe a piece of bone, but I don't think it's strong enough. So yeah, I used to play with them all the time. And we we have different kinds. We have whistle, what do you call this one? The, something whistle. Whistleblow? Anyway, it's like something, it makes this noise. Bottle, it's like bottle rocket, to be honest. You light it up, it goes up. Before it goes up, it will whistle. Like, like really high. And then it'll go up and then explode. And then we had a, a Roman candle. So it's like a long stick. A long stick that has gunpowder. So, and you light it up on the tip, you point it out away. We have, they have it here, and it, it'll spill out like bombs, not bombs, like whatever it is. And sometimes it's five different colors. And the problem is sometimes it gets so compact that it explodes too in people's hands. You know, it happens. And, but my, my favorite is when my dad at, the night before New Year's, he's crazy, man. He'll buy a lot of them, those big ones, Laventadors. And he'll just, man, he'll just throw them, throw them, light throw, light throw, light throw. I mean, I don't know how many he throws. But my favorite part, my favorite part is at the end when it's like before, like when he lights up all this Laventador. He has this thing called Sintron Judas, Judas's belt. So it's like a long, it looks like a caterpillar, but instead of 
legs, it has the labentadors, the fire, the firecrackers. And man, this is like an automatic gun exploding. Man, I love that. Sometimes it's, I remember it started to be a hundred pieces of that and then it started becoming 200, 300, 500. I think there was what, one time there's like a thousand. I mean, it got ridiculous, obviously. But I was that. I mean, I was worried about for my dad. I was worried for us, to be honest. But it's so much fun when you're young. You know, you don't care. And I remember enjoying the next day. Is sometimes my dad or my neighbor, our neighbors, throw those labintadors and they don't pop. They don't explode, right? And this, they're still intact. What we do when we're young was we collect them and we collect the the powder inside we put it in a, a different package and we put like toys underneath not toys but well yeah broken toys sometimes we steal from our younger neighbors and we put it on top of the firecracker and it just let it fly in the air or sometimes tin cans we used to love that and i remember one time the next day, my dad had so much hard crackers that he didn't finish it. Also, he asked us to, to go on our front yard and collect those firecrackers that didn't explode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyways, we, we pick up those and then he, we open them up and we put it in this container. I don't know what container. I think it's like an empty plastic container of like a, I don't know, like... Um, alcohol or lotion or something like that and then he created the so he made his own fuse right going to the firecracker i mean this thing is massive it will it probably like we could call it a, a bomb and i remember we were so excited so we finally finished it he taped it with like i don't know like scotch tape or whatever it was and we, he just lit it up and run. We run and just hid in the house. Bro, it never exploded. <laughs> it was a bust. But it was, it was cool things like that. I remember my dad also making, making a cannon out of tin cans. Like a big coffee tin can. Like, you know, those tin cans that you get from Costco, like that size. I don't know how he devised it, but you put firecracker inside. Not firecracker. You put the black powder inside. I don't know how it works. To be honest, I don't remember. I was young then. And then you will light it up with a lighter. Not even a stick, just a lighter. And I remember my brother was like manning the fort kind of deal. Like he was making sure he, he's doing it. But I was young. I wanted to do it. You know, if he's doing it, I want to do it too. You know, younger brother, an asshole. And he kept on telling me that don't do it, don't do it, it's dangerous. And I said, no, I want to do it, I want to do it, you know. So I did it and bro, it backfired, burned my hand, <laughs> burned my arm. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Obviously, my brother helped me out, put some, I don't know, I think it was like toothpaste on my hand or whatever. And I was like, and he just giving me the look like, I fucking told you, man. <laughs> But yeah, those are like fun times about... I love firecrackers. I love fireworks. I don't like it now, to be honest. But it was fun when I was young. So with that fireworks, 
I'm going to tell you the next tradition, the fifth tradition, is a bonus bonus one because I know I said four earlier, but this one's a bonus, so it's five total. And this one is medianoche. Medianoche. So in the Christmas Eve, we call it Noche Buena. The night before New Year, we call it Medianoche. And this is the tradition that I love the most. Growing up in the Philippines, you know, seeing your cousins, seeing your aunts and uncles, like they're all, everybody, everyone's all together. And I remember one reason too, well, because of food and family, main reason too was my aunts and uncles, the grown-ups, will throw coins on the floor for us to fight against. You know, free-for-all kind of deal. And I used to love that. I mean, we got into fights. I cried so many times. <laughs> but I love that. I love, I don't know, it's just so festive, you know. It's so much fun. It's a few peso, but hey, for me, that was like a million dollars back then, okay? So when I was young, we used to live, I don't know, maybe like 15 minutes away from my grandma. And everyone goes to my grandma's house. After the after the the fireworks has settled and no one's lighting them up anymore, so it's fair it's safe. We go to my grandma's to you know celebrate um, with my uncles, my aunts, like I said earlier. So usually we go after the fireworks, but for some reason there was one night I don't know why my dad. He's probably drunk or something else, you know. <laughs> he decided to, I don't know, he decided to, let's go now. Like, before 12 midnight, before the fireworks starts. I don't know why he did this. You know, my mom, being mom, just says, okay, whatever. I'm pretty sure she didn't want to because it was dangerous. But I think the my dad's idea was, I want to celebrate at my grandma's before the fireworks starts the thing was i don't know i guess nobody checked the time i was really young then no one and to be honest no i can't say anything anyway no one's gonna listen i think no one checked the time that we're close to midnight and when midnight hits that's when all hell breaks loose bro my dad asked us to jump on the tricycle you guys know what a tricycle is and my dad was driving my brother's behind or we we used to we call it uh back driver my mom's inside in the in the cab with my sister and there's like a beach seat like a small seat for kids in front so i'm sitting on that right and man <laughs> so we left it was everything was okay but maybe like two three minutes maybe five minutes after we left our house 12 midnight hits, and bro, it was bad. It was like Mad Max. It was explosion all over the place, and we took this street, and bro, people were throwing firecrackers at us, like the Labintadors, and it was like hitting, they were trying, these assholes were trying to throw it in the cab. So me and my mom and my sister were like trying to kick him out, and we were so fucking scared, man. And it was just exploding. I don't know what happened. What what's happening with my brother in the back? 
And I remember the street, this is back in the 90s, the street was full of burning car tires. Again, this is the 90s, no one cares, it's free for all. So the idea with the, the car tires are people will just throw their firecrackers at it and then it'll explode so they don't have to, they don't have to lean up the fuse. And bro, we were like dodging, my dad was driving, dodging the stupid tires while my mom, my sister and I were trying to deflect all these labitadors or these firecrackers coming at us. It was nuts. <laughs> and thankfully, after like a few streets, like, I don't know, a few minutes later, it died down. It, all the firecrackers were lit and everything was calmed down. But man, for like a few solid, I don't know, maybe five to ten minutes, man, we were getting bombed like we're from Iraq or something. It was bad, dude. It was bad. Until today, I, you know what? I haven't really asked my mom or my dad what happened that night. Uh, to be honest, if I ask them, they probably don't even won't even remember it. To be honest, but yeah, so that that was my medianoche experience. Well, obviously, when we got back to my grandma's, you know, we had the lechon, we had the the usual food. By the way, lechon is a, it's a pig on a spit. So they they'll put through back in the day bamboo through it and just roast it over fire. And yeah, so, you know, delicious food, family and fun. And I just love that. You know, I just, I miss that. And especially now with COVID, you know, it's hard. Like I said before, New Year is the most important thing for us. Christmas is cool, you know, having with family and whatnot. But for me and for my family, Medianoche is the bomb. No pun intended. It's just the best, you know? And like I came from a family that's full of immigrants. It's been a while since I've seen them. It's been a long time when we're all together, like complete. Last time I remember was probably I was in grade school. And, you know, I miss that. So, so yeah, that's the five main Filipino New Year traditions. They're the, those are the main ones. And it's, it's fun. And I hope you enjoyed my stories. I hope the New Year is going to be better than 2020. And I'm not going to lie. If 2020 is bad, we're at the bottom. There's nowhere but go up, right? Unless the alien shows up. That's a different story. But, yeah, I... For the listeners and for everyone, I wish you guys a very happy new year. If you're celebrating new year, obviously. For the ones that are celebrating new year, I just want to say happy new year and stay strong, guys. We're going to go through this. I know it sucks. You know, whatever happens, happens. Just don't forget we're all humans. That it's not just about you. It's not just about me, it's about us. And try to enjoy it. Try to enjoy life. And I hope that whatever you wish in your heart comes true. And if it doesn't, hey, you can always try, right? I wish that you continue listening to this podcast. I really enjoy this. 2020 sucked, but not really because... 
2020 is the year that I started my podcast, right? And hopefully I can continue this with your guys' help. And so for the new year, I'm going to have new guests. And guys, I have some good stuff in store. Some are funny. Some are inspiring. And there are a few that you might have to prepare some Kleenex boxes because, bro, it's a tearjerker. I have a guest that was sent to jail in uh, Middle East. Uh, I have guests that was homeless for four years. I promise you guys, I mean, I have so much in store. And so please continue subscribing, liking, and all the magic stuff. For the next week's episode, we're going to start with a banger. It's a, it's a fun one. And it's a very interesting one. So please tune in. This is Aaron Deliosa for An Immigrant's Life. Happy New Year. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.